Hey guys, welcome to our first episode of our podcast, Booze and Brews. I'm Diego. And I'm Robert. And this is Booze and Brews. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so our, today's our, to- our, or our topic for today is going to be about the elevator game. Have you ever heard about it? I have not. I know very little about it. I just know it's basically like go in an elevator, do a sequence of floors, and some shit's supposed to happen. That's literally about it. That's pretty much what the rules are. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, lucky for you, I have the internet here, and I can uh, explain to you of how uh, the sequences go and what should or shouldn't happen. Yeah, educate so, me. So we'll go ahead and get into the rules. Before uh, that, though, are you forgetting something? No. <laughs> <laughs> this is Booze and Brews. What brew are you drinking? Brew. Today's uh, brew is going to be a bottle of Modelo Especial. It's a, it's a lager. It's special. Is it really? And it's a model. I knew that. No, totally. Uh, what about you? Um, I am drinking the exact same thing, mainly because you bought it and you brought it over to my apartment. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that takes care of that. Let's uh, cheers to our first episode and of cheers. many uh, brews. All right. All right. Let's get into the rules. So, this is a one-player game. You need one building at least 10 stories high with an elevator. All three of these conditions must be met in order for the game to proceed. Uh, enter your chosen building and get into the elevator on the first floor alone. Do not proceed if anyone, if anyone else is in the elevator with you. Press the button for the fourth floor. When the elevator reaches the fourth floor, do not get out. Instead, remain in the elevator and press the button for the second floor. When you reach the second floor, remain in the elevator and press the button for the sixth floor. When you reach the sixth floor, remain in the elevator and press the button for the, uh, the second floor. When you reach the second floor, remain in the elevator and press the button for the tenth floor. When you reach the tenth floor, remain in the elevator and press the button for the fifth floor. When you reach the fifth floor, a young woman may enter the elevator. Do not look at her. Do How not young? speak to her. She is not what she seems. Um, I don't know. As sometimes people say that it, um, it may be somebody you know. Or uh, it may be just some random chick, but uh, legal age though, right? Uh, I mean, uh, divide by two at seven. That's <laughs> that's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so once you reach the f- uh, fifth floor, uh, press the button for the first floor. If the elevator, and this is an important one. If the elevator begins ascending to the 10th floor, so if it starts going up instead of down to the 5th floor, um, you may proceed. If the elevator goes down to the 1st floor, exit as soon as the doors open. Do not look back and do not speak. If you reach the 10th floor, you may either choose to get off the elevator or stay on it. If you choose to get off and if the woman enters the floor on the 5th floor, she will ask you, Where are you going? Do not answer her. Do not look at her. You will not uh, you will know whether you have arrived at the other world by one indication and one indication only. The only person present in it is you. The return trip. If you choose to stay on the elevator on the 10th floor, you know, if it goes correctly, yeah. Uh, press the button for the first floor. If it doesn't work, keep pressing it until it finally does. 
when the elevator reaches the first floor exit as soon as the doors open do not uh, look back and do not speak if you choose to exit the elevator on the 10th floor if it's worked um, <clears throat> you must use the same elevator to return as the one that you arrived whether you enter the elevator press the buttons when you enter the elevator press the buttons in the same order you did in steps two through eight of entering out you should finish at the fifth floor when you reach the fifth floor press the button for the first floor the elevator will begin to ascend to the tenth floor press any other floors button to cancel the ascension you must press the button you use to cancel the ascension before you reach the tenth floor after you reach the tenth uh, the first floor check your surroundings carefully if anything seems off even the smallest detail um, do not exit the elevator if you detect something wrong repeat step two two until you the surroundings look as they should once you are confident you have returned to your own world you may safely exit the elevator so i already know i'd be fucked during this situation because first of all i have the worst memory we've been at this mm, i don't know few minutes two let's say I already forgot the first three steps. I mean, me too, and I'm reading it. <laughs> so in that part where you where you mentioned um, get back on the same elevator, repeat steps like two through six, eight. eight. See, again, I'm already forgetting. <laughs> I can't even remember the steps. I can't remember the floors at all. I'd definitely be stuck in whatever dimension it may be. Like... I kind of feel tempted to try this. I mean, me too. <laughs> but then again, if this is real, I'm done. Like, I'm, I'm never coming back just because of poor memory. Strictly because of poor memory. I was going to say, why not do this podcast while we're trying the elevator game? Hey, once, if we get five followers i'm down to do this <laughs> five I'm, I'm i'm shooting for the stars here if we get five my followers, mom your mom yep my dad your dad i don't know that's that oh that's four right there okay okay that's three <laughs> all right i'm down we'll, we'll record it and everything we'll start a patreon i mean this is only our first episode but we'll do um, it we'll upload it you can apple pay me at uh <laughs> my number um but anyways, here are some additional notes. Should you reach the other world, the floor onto which you will emerge will almost look identical to the one from your own world. Save for two things. All the lights will be off, and only thing you will be able to see from the windows is the red cross in the distance. Some say that electronic devices, mobile phones, cameras, MP3 players, etc. Like you want to take an iPod or an MP3 player just to listen to music, just in case you go to another world just to do something, you know? Yeah. Just in case. They say to take it? No, no, wait, no, because it's saying some say that electronic devices don't work there. Like, oh, gotcha, like gotcha. cell phones, cameras, MP3 players. But like, yeah, you know, why would you want to be taking an MP3 player to like some dimension? Hey, you're the only one there. You, know, you gotta take your, you gotta take your playlist. Yeah, hand me the aux cord, bro. <laughs> don't. Um, so they're saying they don't work in, in the other world. Others say they do. Getting back to your own world may be more difficult than it seems. You may become dis disoriented and forget which elevator in which you have arrived. The elevator may seem to get further and further away from you as you walk towards, and so on. 
be vigilant and keep your wits about you. If at any point during the ritual you faint, pass out, or otherwise lose consciousness, don't go drunk. You will likely wake up in your own home. However, be sure carefully you examine your surroundings upon waking. The home, quote unquote, to which you have been returned may not be the one you left when you uh, first set out to attempt this ritual. Concerning the woman on the fifth floor, do not speak to her. Don't look at her. If you do, she may decide to keep you for her own. Ooh. You might, I like that. You might be raped. What if she's a... She's got a attendance wiener. I mean, I'm open-minded. Who knows, man? It's she's, another dimension. It's a new me. She's going to be like, uh, let's compare. She's going to be like, pull out your two inches. Hey, man, you don't have to say that publicly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, enough about you. <laughs> All right. How about you say we uh, get into this first horror story? Let's do it. And this is true, right? This true experience? Is, this is true. Uh, this happened to me last night. Really? Really. Where Where did you do this at? Uh, I did this at the at one place with ten elevators. You know, with ten elevators, ten, ten elevators. not ten stories, just ten elevators. Yeah, it's just two story ten elevators, just in case. Got you. Okay. Yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The first. <clears throat> I played the elevator game, and I never should have. I have heard the stories about the elevator game. It supposedly take you, takes you to another world as long as you follow the specific rules laid out. I found it strange at first, but didn't give it any thought. To do more research, I looked up different YouTube videos and first account stories of others doing it. All of it seems so fake to me, so I figured the whole thing was just another hyped up thing, but I still wanted to try it. And lucky for me, I lived two blocks away from a 15-story building. I set, from, I set my watch for 2.30 a.m so I can get to the building just before 3 a.m. Something supernatural like this should be done around the most supernaturally active hour to give more fulfillment to the whole thing. I got a few hours of sleep and got up again at 2 a.m. and had everything I needed. A timer to see how long the experience takes, a larger hoodie to keep a good tunnel vision, a hidden camera in my necklace, my phone, to see if it actually would stop working in the alternate space, and to tell me how to play the game again, and my total unshakable confidence. Real quick, did they say a hidden camera in their necklace? That's what they said. <laughs> um, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> With all that in tow, I went to the building where I would play the game. Once in front of the building, I pulled up to a, I pulled up a screenshot I took of the introduction to the game, the elevator game, how to get to another world. This is a game from Korea. By performing the ritual, you are supposed to get to a different world. According to the people who have successfully completed the game, it looks like the same as the it looks the same as the town or building that you are from, but all the lights are off and you can only see a red cross in the distance. There are no other loving things there except yourself. Some say electronics um, don't work while they, uh, some say they do. The building has three elevators and I picked the center one. I check my phone. It's 3 a.m. exactly. Let the game begin. You must be in a 10 plus story building in the elevator alone. Done. I doubt anyone would be awake at this time. I scroll again and look out to progress. Get on the elevator on the first floor, press the button for the fourth floor, but don't get out when you arrive. Once on the fourth floor, press the button on the sixth floor. Once you're on the sixth floor, press the button for the second. Once on the second floor, press the button for the tenth. Once on the tenth floor, press the button for the fifth. 
I made sure to follow instructions to the letter and put my hoodie up when making my way to the fifth floor, as this was critical for the next part. When you reach the fifth floor, a woman will get onto the elevator with you. The woman is not human. Do not look at her or speak to her. If you do, she will take you away. And just as it said, when I got to the fifth floor, someone got on. By the weight in the steps, it was definitely a woman. I kept my hood up and my head down, facing the buttons. I followed uh, the next step, the press or press the button for the first floor. And if you and if the elevator ascends to the tenth floor, you have succeeded the ritual and you are now in the other world. I pressed the first floor. I pressed for the first floor and felt the elevator go up. It was only five floors, but it felt like an eternity with a mysterious woman behind me. I was completely covered, but it felt like I could still see her, or rather, she could see me, see into my soul or something. It made my skin crawl, and I prayed to hear the elevator ding soon. Do you live here? I felt my stomach drop past my feet. The woman was talking to me. I heard a footstep. She got closer to me and asked her question again. Do you live here? Her voice was human, but also not. Somewhere between normal, but also static. She, like she was imitating someone else. I felt goosebumps run up my run up, and, run up and down my body as I head up another step. As I heard another step come towards me, my heart pounded in my ears. Just as my fear reached a fever pitch, every nerve stood on an end as I could feel the woman. No, no, the thing behind me reached from my shoulder. It's rude to not answer when a question is asked. Do you, you live here? The voice went from sweet to grappling and almost demonic. It felt like all of the world was frozen or there was no oxygen left in the elevator. But just as I thought, I was done for. Ding! The elevator doors opened and I practically sprinted out. My heart still pounded in my ears and I dreaded looking back. The woman is not human. Do not look at her or speak to her. If you do, she will take you away. That warning echoed in my mind and I did it and I dare not look back. My panic slowly began to subside as I took in my surroundings. It looked like I was in the building on the 10th floor. But the corridor seemed sort of sterile and endless. Doors lined the entire hall and I was alone. I looked at my phone, it was 3.14 a.m. and I didn't have a single bar of service. Truly, I was in a different space. I really did. I really did it. The game was real, but my celebration was short-lived as the same gravely demonic voice sounded again, this time echoing all around me, but this time, it said something different. You do not belong here, intruder. In the endless, sterile hallway, something skittered around, like a living ink stain on a pristinely white backdrop. Its movements were erratic, but it only took a moment for me to realize it was coming for me. I ran back to the elevator, but this time, instead of three, there were five elevators and I didn't know which one I came out of. Since I started the game in the center of the elevator, I figured it was the center elevator. I can return safely to reality with. I pressed and jammed at the button, looking over my shoulder to see that thing getting closer with each second. I threw myself into the elevator as soon as it came and desperately pressed the door to close, praying to whatever god or deity would hear me. The creature was mere inches from the door and closed just in time. I pulled out my phone and quickly went back to the screenshots, reading that I had to play the game in reverse to get back to home. I pushed every button in reverse sequential order and prayed it would send me back to the first floor and back to reality. I saw the elevator numbers descend and my heart practically leapt with joy as I neared the first floor. As soon as the doors opened, 
I threw myself out, only to see I was back in the sterile hallway. I, I couldn't understand why. The elevator went down, so why was I back in the first place? So why was I back in this place? I looked at the elevator and it even said I was on the first floor, yet somehow I, I hadn't exited whatever the hell this was. That's when it dawned on me. Maybe I took the wrong elevator. I tried another one. It brought me back to the sterile hallway. I tried another one. Back to the sterile hallway. Another one. Back to the sterile hallway. Another. Back to the sterile hallway. How could this be happening? One of these elevators had to be the right one. Grating my teeth, I jumped in any elevator. Damn the game at this point. I just want to go home. I pressed the elevator. I pressed the floor buttons in reverse again, but this time the doors opened. The creature was there. It was horrid. A, homo a woman with black hair covering her face ghastly pale skin and a bloodied white dress. She let a sickening cackle as she stared into my pinprick eyes. You are trapped here. You will never leave this place again. Those were the last words I heard before a scream from either myself or the creature came, and the world was swallowed in black. And now for today's news. A young woman was found in the elevator of the Aurora complex. She was in a state of delirium and seemed to have tried taking her own life. Local officers had to restrain her before medical officers could properly sedate her. She's currently en route to the Beldam Center for treatment and tests. Her family is also being contacted at this time. I was told the young woman had crawled the message in her own blood in the elevator. Never play the elevator game. Dun dun. Let's do it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to die. I'm so. Is this more like a, <clears throat> I guess like a demonic thing or like a creepy pasta? I mean, most people, well, what the stories I've read and heard, sometimes sometimes people say like, I don't think this is true because I got it from creepy pasta and all this stuff. But I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's like something like, what if you're like, you're reading this like, no, it's not true. All this, like, it's not true. Like, all this is fake. And then you try it, and then, like, it happens to you, and, like, damn, what do you do? Yeah, I got you. I say, and cut the audio, <laughs> we should do this, record it, and then uh, our signal will go out. And, uh, yeah, we can just pretend from there, come back five minutes later, and be like, hey, our signal went out, we were totally there. That was crazy. I mean, <laughs> think about it. Like, how could this person write the story if it said that she died? Yeah, so I'll, that's what I was thinking. So they were saying they didn't do the ritual right. That's what they were thinking, at least. They basically said, like, at that point, fuck it. Um... They just started going into whatever elevator well, in the first floor. Well, right? they, they did it correctly. And right, they, at first. they were trying to get back. Yeah. And then, but in order to get back, you have to make sure you take the right elevator that you took. Yeah. So let, let's say it took, they did take the wrong one. I think, like, I don't know how they would make it back, right? So I don't know how they would write that. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if supposedly this is true, how does said person write the story if she's dead, quote unquote? Yeah, I got you. I think, again, it, it all has to do with, uh, I don't know, I'm not like 
No scientists, Rennie. I don't know scientific terms. <laughs> scientists. Gravity. You ever get that feeling when you're going in an elevator, up or down, and like you're about to reach your floor and your elevator kind of like shakes up or shakes down and you get that dropping feeling in your stomach? They basically did that like 20 times. Like imagine getting that feeling like 20 times, like you're, you're gonna freaking start hallucinating or some stuff. I mean, it's only 10 floors, so I don't think it's that bad. And it's a good feeling. Yeah, uh, you're right, you're right. <laughs> I love it. That's the only good feeling I get nowadays. <laughs> That's why I hate going to elevators. <laughs> I just go for the fun of it. Um, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a skeptic when it comes to a lot of things. Um, that doesn't mean I don't fully believe it, but it needs to happen to me before I fully believe it. That being said, so what you're saying is you want to try it. See, okay, I'd be down to try it. Probably not by myself. <laughs> Chances are very low that these that this is real for me right now. I mean, maybe after this second story, go a little think about it. There's another story? There's another story. Oh, oh, all right, let me just get out what I need to say. If I were to do this though, is there any chance we can, I know it says to do it alone. Is there stories where people do it together? I, I mean, I haven't heard of people doing it together. People have, I mean, they've done it together, but in separate elevators. So like there was this story that I've heard that there's two people that they want to do it together, but obviously you have to get into the elevator alone. And that's one of the rules in order for the ritual to work. Gotcha. You have to get into elevator alone but they did it in separate elevators and i forgot how the story ended but i think it worked but one of them came back with the wrong one of themselves if that makes sense like a different so like let's dimension say so like let, let's say if <laughs> let's say if me and you went and did this and i came back to the world and you did too but you were it was, it's you, but it's not you. From a different like dimension. Yeah, I think so. But so it was it wasn't you, I guess the other like the real you was trapped there and then the fake you came here. Gotcha. Gotcha. But that's what happened. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I wanna do this, but man, I got some bad memory. <laughs> I'd be fucking up all the floors. That's that's why you gotta take some uh Screenshots. Take you got to take them down. Yeah. If you want to take some notes now, we're about to get ready into the second story. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, after reading about the elevator game here, I decided to play it. I first read about the elevator game here on No Sleep, essentially. It explained how you get into an elevator, press a sequence of floors, and when you get off, you'd be in the other world. Uh, here's a link to the actual game if you're interested. Like a parallel dimension, where you'd be the only person, the sky would, crim would be crimson. And you'd see a red cross in the distance, like always. To get back to our dimension, you'd have to press the same sequence of buttons. If you mess up, you might end up uh, getting stuck there forever. Sounds interesting, yeah? Oh, and it also had a bit of where a lady would enter the elevator on one of the floors while you tried to complete the ritual. 
You are heavily advised not to look at her nor acknowledge her presence, or she would, and I quote, take you as one of her own. The fuck's that supposed to mean? Anyway, after reading the elevator <laughs> game a few months ago, it suddenly came back to me as one day at one. It came back to me one day at work. Why? I don't fucking know. One of the rules of the game was that you'd have to do this alone. If you had someone with you, or if someone interrupted you midway, there you go. Like that question you asked: What if somebody gets in in the mid of your yeah elevator, like halfway through the yeah. floors, and someone walks in? Just yeah. yell at them. No, just close the doors before they get in. Kick them out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if someone uh, interrupted you midway, it wouldn't work. Another prerequisite was that the building you'd pull this little stunt in had to be at least ten stories. It was Friday evening at work when it struck me. I didn't have any big plans for the weekend, so I decided I'd drive back to work on Saturday and test it out at my workplace. It'd be better than try try this out in familiar territory since it'd be a Saturday. I wouldn't have to worry about people interrupting me. So Saturday morning, dro- Saturday morning, I drove back into my office, left my car in the parking lot, and walked up to the building. The lady at the security desk, Sophie, greeted me and was surprised to see me on, in on a weekend. After some small talk, then I... I asked her if anybody was in today, and she said I was the only one yet. Well, so far, so good. I got into the elevator, checked my cell phone for the list of the order for the floor buttons that I had to press. Well, I probably should have mentioned that the last button you press in the whole sequence is the first floor, but if the ritual had worked, your elevator should start ascending to the 10th floor instead. Being a numbskull, I messed up the sequence in my first try. Well, fuck. I pressed the button for the first floor in an attempt to start the ritual again. I got off and Sophie asked me if everything was alright. I lied and I thought that I'd forgotten my keys in the car, but I just realized I actually had them in my pocket. I got into the elevator again and quickly went through the entire sequence and finally pressed the button for the first floor. To my dismay, the elevator did not ascend to the 10th floor, but started descending as a normal elevator would. No creepy woman had entered the 5th floor for the game had prophesied either. I got off on the first floor thinking about what I'd say to Sophie for literally getting off on the first floor to the second time in a few minutes. I looked up at the security desk and froze. There was a man sitting there. And when I was sitting there, and when I say sitting there, I mean just sitting there, motionless, staring into nothingness blankly. Hello, uh, where's Sophie? I stammered. He slowly turned into my direction and shook his head. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? Did she leave? I asked, bile rising up my throat. He shook his head again. His mouth was open, but no sound came out. Jesus fucking Christ. I thought I'd better leave this as it, this was getting creepy. As soon as I stepped out of the building, I froze again. The sky was pitch dark. No stars, no nothing. As, the, as though it was midnight. That's not possible. It was literally 11 a.m. a few minutes ago. I checked my cell phone. It had no network surface anymore, but the clock showed 11.10 a.m. I hurried over to the parking lot and found that it was empty. My car wasn't there. I was starting to panic. The only possible explanation was the game had worked, but that, but what I was experiencing wasn't what I had read. The sky wasn't crimson, there was no red cross in the distance, and I sure as hell wasn't alone. That dick back sitting at the dirt security desk reminded me of the fact. I thought for a few minutes and decided that doing the ritual all over again was probably the only way to set things right. I walked into the building and froze for the third time. There was a different man sitting behind the security desk. As I looked at him, he turned to me and smiled, and let me tell you, it was an homologous smile. It was way too long for a normal human smile, and he was missing a lot of teeth. I must have a pretty strong bladder because my pants were still dry. 
Without looking at him again, I stepped into the same elevator. That's one of the rules of the game as well. I followed the same steps I had before. I had right before I could press the button for the first floor. The elevator came to a stop on the fourth floor. The door opened and a man entered. Now, I'm not stupid enough to be not to, to be told to not to do something, but end up doing it anyway. The game clearly said when the woman entered the fifth floor, I was not to acknowledge her presence. This wasn't the fifth floor, and this didn't seem to be a woman, or maybe it was. I wasn't going to go around scrotum grabbing to verify that. I looked straight to my own feet. Hello? The man hissed. How are you today? The elevator game started. The elevator started to descend. Fuck, I thought to myself, we should be descending, not going upwards. The elevator stopped at the 10th floor and the man stepped out. I quickly pressed the button to the first floor. Have a nice day, he hissed as he walked away. You too, I said instinctively. Fuck, fuck me for being polite. The man turned around and started to walk quickly back toward the elevator. I rammed the close button really hard and, door, and the door shut as soon as he was about to get in. I heard him pounding the door as it started to descend. Praying to every god I could think of, I got off the first floor. Hey, you're back again, Sophie asked me. Little, a little surprised as I stepped out. I didn't answer for you. For, I didn't answer for your few seconds, but she start, She stared at her, but just stared at her. What? She asked, turning a little pink. Oh, nothing. I really should get home. I started breathing heavily, and I sprinting. I sprinted out the building, leaving her confused. The sky was bright again, and I could see my car in the distance. I drove straight home and rushed to my mom. Rushed to my room. I checked everything. I couldn't find online about this damn game, people's experiences and stories, but I couldn't find anything that was similar to what I had just been through. I finally gave up. That was the last time I ever, I'm ever going to try out any of these stupid internet paranormal rituals, and I would advise anyone who reads it, reads this against it. Stay strong, stay safe, and use the fucking stairs. They're good for you. Well, if you ask me. It sounds like we should go do it. Uh, I think it clearly said, if you're reading this, you shouldn't try it. Well, I mean, I didn't read it, though. I listened to it. I think it's the same <laughs> thing. So, I guess... Like, I, I don't know. It, I'm still, like, on the edge. I wonder, like, if we look up on YouTube... There'll be like any people that like have actually done the full recording of it, like not lost service once they get up to what is it, the fifth, tenth floor. So apparently on the fifth floor, um, the lady gets in, right? The lady is supposed to enter, and then the tenth is where it's like a different dimension, and you're like all alone. And it's like dark. You see a cross in, in the distance. Yeah, um, I was looking up actually on YouTube right now, and I mean I haven't watched any of the videos, but the first one pops up playing the elevator game in Haunted Building, parentheses, she got on. From Marmar. We have to watch it. Thing is, should we watch it now? <laughs> I mean, it's, or... it's 17 minutes long. Oh, no, no, we can't do that. Look, unless we just have 17 minutes of quietness. <laughs> Actually, have you uh, heard about that chick that went missing? Like. I'm not sure if this is it, but it says Eliza Lamb, the bizarre death of Eliza Lamb. And she's the person, like, I've never seen it, that like, she's in an elevator. And she keeps, like, she's sketched out and she keeps looking, like, in and out of the elevator to see if, like, something's following her. And the, the camera's recording her. Like, I've seen this before. And 
uh, they end up finding her dead. I forgot where. Is it in like a, a, I don't know if it's a water tower. I think so. But it's where like they keep water, right? I think so. I think that's what they find there. Yes, I've heard of that. And I've heard where it's like, um, there's so many questions about how she got in there. Because, and again, I don't remember the story exactly, but I think the door is so small to where you can like, you'd have to be forced in there to basically like fall in. Like you ever think about like, what if she was doing the elevator game? You know what? I, Cause I've heard that story before, but I never considered it being the, well, first of all, I never even knew about the elevator game. <laughs> But, I mean, when I did hear about the story about this girl, um, like, nobody seemed to mention or mention the elevator game. That's what I, because uh, I uh, recently started, like, kind of looking into this, and I've heard of that story before, so I kind of put two and two together, and, like, yeah, like, what if that's what she was doing, and she couldn't get back, and she fucked up the game somehow? And she ended up dying like that. That makes sense. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> well, I mean, five followers on Spotify. But you hear that five followers. And Mom, Diego will do it. Mom, you better follow me. Diego will do it. Roberto said he's going by Diego now. Man, I don't know why he wants yeah. to be me. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm a, I'm a skeptic, but fuck that. <laughs> if we can do it together, let's try it together. We can be the first ones. Alright. No hands. Um, I mean, if we go to a 10-story building, we can try it together. Honestly, first hotel to reach out to us that has 10 stories, at least 10 stories, they can sponsor us. Or if we do it in your hotel. We'll only do it if they sponsor us. I'm talking to you, Hilton. Do they have ten stories? I don't know. <laughs> it's the first one that came to my mind. Hyatt, Mary, I don't know. Uh, the Ritz Carlton. There you go. Is that ten stories? No, I think that was only two stories. <laughs> um, Reach out to us, uh, sponsor us, and we'll do it. Get you some more people, <laughs> some more customers. Everybody wants to stay at a haunted hotel. Exactly. We should, oh, we should do it at a haunted hotel. Where? Isn't there a haunted hotel here in Tucson? What's Tucson? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I, I don't we, live there. <laughs> try to find us. <laughs> uh, no, there's a, there's a haunted hotel here, I think, right? Uh, I mean, Hotel Congress, but that's not 10. Oh, motherfucker. We'll find one. What's Hotel Congress? <laughs> I don't live by there. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll definitely try to... I mean, I won't, but you will. You already <laughs> said. Um, before he goes uh, back on his word, um, again, this is uh, Booze and Brews. We'll at least try to upload once a week, if not more, right? For sure. I mean, once a week, maybe uploads on uh, Monday. You know, since everybody hates Mondays, they can look forward to something on Mondays. Definitely. <sighs> once, so just make sure to listen. Yep. And once we start growing uh, 
uh, follow a following. We'll try to get uh, the fans more involved and stuff like that. Or but, uh, even now, you can get involved if you have any uh, scary or paranormal experiences of your own. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be like ghost stuff. It could be like, just scary stuff like maybe some dude was following you in a parking lot and yeah. you were like, aww. <laughs> and then he backed up or something. <laughs> Literally a- anything creepy will work. Yeah. And you can submit that at uh, one of our emails, either at... Uh, yeah, we got to get that set up. <laughs> um, you can uh, email me at uh, dtl821 at yahoo.com. I know that's Yahoo because uh, that was made a long time ago, so don't make fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> this is not AOL. That's my, uh, my current one, but it might change a little bit later. But yeah, if you have any at D as in Diego, T as in Tom, L as in... Lesbian. Lesbian. <laughs> 821 at yahoo.com. All right, guys. Uh, we'll catch you on the next one. And uh, cheers for our first episode. Also, Modelo, if you want to sponsor us, that's cool, too. Modelo, or uh, we're eating some sabritones. Sabritones, if you want to sponsor us. Frito-Lay. You know, we're looking. Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. Boo, you already no. fucked up. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> you got it, you got it. Sound it out, uh, bros, bros, and booze. There you go. Um, unfortunately, we had to change it because uh, a couple chicks stole our name like two years ago. So, even though it was our idea first, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um. A lot of people, you know, we have a lot of fans out there. We got a lot of emails, messages saying that we fucked up the trailer. And I think the first episode, too. I'm not quite sure. But what happened is we recorded the podcast. We uploaded it. We got an email saying we're on Spotify. We were like, oh, shit. Checked on it. And then we saw there was another podcast by the same name. So, you know, we decided to change it, do the right thing. Yeah, we went from a uh, boo, bruise and booze, booze and bruise, right? We went from go. booze and bruise to bros and booze. So follow us on our new name title. Yeah, but I mean, we're still going to be release, releasing the same content, same stuff. Still getting drunk. Yep. Already getting started. I'm drinking Estrella Jalisco. And uh, I'm drinking... Uh, the usual modelo especial so uh, if you want to sponsor us modelo or estrella jarisco we uh we will drink your beer for free <laughs> and uh also booze and brews if by any chance you're listening and you want to collab or i mean send some of your followers our way <sighs> yeah give us a shout out because you know uh we've been doing good and we upgraded our mic so we don't sound bad and like little girls. I hope not. Oh, yeah. Let us know what you guys think. I know there's like at least 10,000 of you right now listening. So we'd greatly appreciate that. Mom, if you're listening, let us know how we're doing. My mom my mom doesn't even listen to our podcast. <laughs> um, my mom doesn't speak English, so I don't know if she knows what we're saying. That's right. Yeah. Well, you know what? We'll, we'll just let them know that we're famous, basically. <laughs> Mom, ya estoy famous. Um, <laughs> si quieres, 
me prestas el carro. Pero <laughs> um, yeah, today's uh, topic is not really specific, but we're going to just talk about our personal experiences, what we've had with a uh, paranormal quote unquote, um, or just stories that we have like from our family. Yep. Um, so if you want to go ahead and get us started, or if you want to cheers to our... Yeah, yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's start with the cheers. I hope that picked up really good on the mic. Go, 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 go. <laughs> All right. So my paranormal experience. This happened about, I want to say, like seven years ago or something, seven, eight years ago. I was in middle school. It's been a while. I'm super old. But um, basically, my cousin, I don't know if I should give away locations. You can uh, hide them. You can be like, uh, it's up to you. I don't know. I don't know where you live. Fuck it. I don't care. Come for, it's all your friends are going to come for you. Yeah. Well, I don't live close to this place. Anyways, um, my cousin invite, invited me to um, stay at uh, the Casino del Sol with him one night. So, of course, I was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's get fucked up. I mean, we were like 13, 14 years old, but I was like, let's get some candy. Let's get some soda. <laughs> let's fuck this shit up tonight. Oh, by the way, our podcast includes cussing. Because I just made that up right now. But uh, yeah, I mean, everything was pretty normal. You know, we went with his uh, parents and I want to say obviously like around nine. They went downtown or not downtown. They went downstairs hit up the casino and we were just in the room messing around. They, I don't even think they came upstairs till like three or four in the morning. But basically, so we were all sleeping by the time I noticed that they were in. I think we passed out like around two in the morning. But um, I should say I'm, I've never slept walk ever. I'm not a sleepwalker or anything. First thing I remember that like really creeped me out was I just remember waking up and me and my cousin were sharing a bed. No homo. But I remember waking up, I was standing on the other side of the bed, just staring down at him while he was sleeping. And then like I just woke up and I was like, what the fuck? And then I just like casually went back to the other side of the bed, just went back to sleep, just kind of like shook it off. And then a few minutes later, I remember waking up to him getting out of bed and I was like, ah, whatever, he's just gonna go to the bathroom. And he's like taking forever and I hear like thumping sounds. I'm like, okay, what? At this point, I don't know how any anybody else is not waking up. But I get up and I look at him and he's trying to open the front door. But like we have the little, I don't know what it's called. That little thing that you the swing lock. over the door. The lock. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so it's your cousin sleepwalking, not you, right? Now it's my cousin. So you guys are both sleepwalking? Yeah. Damn, you guys are fucking possessed. This might be a possession actually. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he's like trying to open the door and it's just like, thumping it's not opening and i go up to him and i'm like hey i don't want to say his name but i'm like hey hey like 
come back to bed. Like, what are you doing? And he's not responding. You can use Bob. Bob? Yeah. Okay, cool. So I'm like, Bob, Bob, like, come back to bed. Like, what are you doing? And he's not responding. So I go up to him and he's just like, legit, like, just blank faced. And then his eyes are back behind his head. No, no. I wasn't that man. <laughs> but without responding to me, he just turns around and just walks back to bed. I was like, okay, I'll talk to him about this tomorrow. I'm pretty tired. I just go back to bed. I shit you not. A few minutes later, I wake up. I'm like, okay, he's still in bed. Cool. And I just turn to my other side to get comfortable. And again, I shit you not. My my other cousin, which is his sister, was just standing right next to the TV. So like kind of in the middle of the room against the wall was standing right next to the TV, just like looking at, I don't know what. And I, I didn't even bother calling out to her. I was just like, okay. I'm just gonna go back to sleep now. And legit, that's what I did. <laughs> I don't know why, like, like, you know, you never know how you're gonna react yeah. until like shit happens. Apparently I just didn't give a fuck. <laughs> But I was just like, okay. And I just kind of went back to sleep. And then the next morning I was asking my, I was asking Bob, I was like, hey, like what happened last night? Like, do you remember any of that? He was like, no. He's like, I don't sleepwalk. And I was like, does your sister sleepwalk? Cause she was just standing there. And he was like, no. He's like, at least I've never seen her sleepwalk. I was like, I was basically telling him everything that happened. He's like, no. He's like, I think you're crazy. I was like, dude. I was like, no, like I straight up saw this. But whatever. Um, we ended up like driving home on like before checkouts, like 1030 in the morning. And as soon as we left, I started to feel so sick. And I was like, whatever. I live pretty close to this casino. We'll, we'll get there eventually. So they dropped me off. The second I got home, I started puking. I was just throwing up like nonstop. It's probably all that candy and soda, huh? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, no, cause we didn't like eat that much. Like again, like, yeah, I eat a lot of candy, but <laughs> it wasn't like the movies were like, you know, you're all sugared out and you fall asleep with like sugar across your lips and stuff like that. But yeah, I started throwing up like nonstop as soon as I got home. And I messaged him. He said he felt fine, but his sister actually started throwing up too. Did you guys eat anything else, like food wise? No, we didn't eat anything at the casino. Prior? I don't remember if I ate anything. Well, I'm sure I did, but I don't remember what. But yeah, now that I think about it, I was probably possessed. So when you were sleepwalking, nobody saw you you kind of caught yourself yeah like i kind of woke up or like snapped out of it and i was staring like i was kind of like a little bent over just like looking at my cousin sleeping so you're, you're standing up like fully yeah i was like fully standing up fully erect yes both <laughs> oh that's uh that's kind of weird buddy but uh and every so and every time like i tell this story that everyone's like oh my God, like that's crazy, this and that. And then I'm just like, yeah, but 
<clears throat> I'm still kind of a skeptic. <laughs> like someone, I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm like, what is it? Uh, what's the word? Skeptic? Uh, no, 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 it starts with an H. Hectic? Hectic. <laughs> no, where you judge someone, but you do the same A thing. hypocrite? Hypocrite, there you go. I'm kind of a hypocrite in a way because like, yeah, like I'll tell I'll tell people my story and they're like they'll tell me a story back and I'm like, eh, I don't know. That didn't happen. Yeah. But then I think about my story and I'm like, oh shit. Like But then again I Yeah, yeah, that happened to me, but I'm still a skeptic. Like I try to just blow everything off. Yeah. Skeptic like in paranormal stuff or in Yeah. Like say right now the door would just slam shut. I'd be like, ah, that's the wind. So you're in denial. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but that makes me a stronger person. Why? I believe. Because basically I can be like, fuck that shit. I ain't scared. Do something else. But you didn't want to go look at haunted houses. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so again, so yeah, like I'll be like, "Fuck that shit," but then in the back of my head, I'll be like, "I'm actually scared." Yeah, <laughs> it's all the front. There's there's that tiny percent a percent where you're like, "That might be real." Like you know, there's atheists out there where they're like, "I don't believe in God," but low key, they're like, "Well, let's try to be a good person because what if there is a heaven?" Yeah, you know, it's kind of like that where I'm like, man, forget that. But Loki, hey, don't haunt me because I'm scared on the inside. I'm a little scared and I kind of believe this. <laughs> but I mean, I have a few more, but we'll see if we save those or if I uh, tell them later. You want to go ahead and share yours? Well, I don't really have like a something like yours. But if you count sleep paralysis, I don't know why, like out of nowhere, that like just started hitting me like consistently. And that's like when we lived at my mom's current house. It's not like old, but it's not new either. I mean, it's new, which is probably like built in 06. So it's like, you know, 13 years Nin old. 1906? 20. Like 2006. Gotcha. I mean, you've been to mom's house. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so since 2006, um, it was brand new, like nobody lived there before us. So like we were, we owned it brand new. And, uh, cause I had five, well, I have five sisters and one brother. And obviously I shared a room with my brother and I, I, I don't know where, I feel like it just started happening. Like I'll give you kind of like a, a layout of my house or my mom's house. So when you walk in through the front door, you're like in a living area, and then there's a hallway to the right. And that hallway, like if you walk straight, you pretty much, you'll, you'll be in the room. Well, you'll, it'll lead to my room. So <clears throat> uh, I remember this one instance where um, it was during the day. Well, it was in the morning. So obviously I was, I was starting to wake up. And then sometimes I could feel like I can feel the 
the sleep paralysis coming on. Like I'll be awake, like I wake up, but I'll have my eyes closed because like, you know, I want to stay asleep and sleep a little bit more. So as soon as like I kind of woke up, I feel like every time if I try to go back to sleep after I wake up and I kind of stay like, like mid asleep or slash half awake, like I can feel it like I know it's gonna come on, like no homo, like <laughs> it'll start going on. And I don't know why I pretty much did it to myself. So as soon as that had, like I woke up that morning, I kind of tried to stay in bed and obviously like it was, there was light out and my bedroom door was open and I can hear that like my mom was up in the kitchen, uh, which is probably like five feet away from my room. And obviously the, the bedroom door is open, but um, so the bedroom door is kind of like, like once you walk in, my bed would be right there. So like if I were to lay down, I'd be facing the the door to my bedroom. So if you can kind of picture that. So I was laying down, I woke up and like instantly paralysis mode, obviously I'm not moving, but for some reason I can see myself like third person so I don't know if it's like lucid dreaming or whatever but obviously I can tell it's like there's light out and at the door I see like this dark figure and I like kind of start getting scared and then like I'm trying to like well I, to me I think at that moment I was like I'm not scared because as soon as it, like if it starts moving or something I'm gonna move but like I'm literally trying to move as much as I can like like just trying to wake up but I can't move and that figure starts to get closer. But like I said, like I can see myself like third person. So like, I'm not like seeing myself from like my point of view, like first person. So like, as soon as it starts getting closer and like right before it gets gets to me, like I wake up. And that's like happened multiple times, like even like at night or in the morning, but I always like feel it coming on, no homo again. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> that shit like, I don't, and I don't know why, like, at that time, it scares me, but after I wake up, like, I'm fine, like, I'm not phased by it. And, like, it hasn't happened since I've been at my mom's house, but I don't know. I just felt it, like, I can always feel, like, about to start happening. So I feel like I kind of, like, not make it happen, but... Yeah. I was about to say, did you know that, I think, uh, I forget what it's called, but you can go online. There's a way where someone put a way to like make yourself go into uh, sleep paralysis. I forgot what you do. I think you have to like. I think that's lucid dreaming. Is it lucid dreaming? Uh, I think so. That's like when you kind of like. You can like control your dreams. Yeah. And stuff, right? No, I feel like I saw something about like sleep paralysis. So like, I'm not sure. Again, when you look it up, you're still a skeptic. That didn't happen, huh? Nah, I believe you. <laughs> but that's kind of. freaky. No. <laughs> I mean, because your wife, I mean, she has stuff like stories about sleep paralysis. Yeah, she has one actually pretty similar to yours. In the same house, actually. Just separate room. Yeah, because uh, he's actually married to my sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, has she ever told you her story? I don't think so, but I know that in her room, obviously, because all five of my sisters would share a room. And uh, 
they had bunk beds and I know I, I don't know I forgot who it was that told me but because their room was right next door to mine and at one point in the middle of the night I think it was I don't know if, if we should say names or not they can get famous it's all right all right I'll name her Karen I think it was <laughs> she she was telling me that or no I think it actually might have been might have been Jenny. Janiqua? Janiqua. <laughs> uh, Jenny? Yeah. I think she's the one who told me that she woke up and obviously she was, she was sleeping on the top and she said she saw somebody like at the window or at her window or something like a, a face or a figure. Yeah. Something like that. But I'm not too sure. Maybe we can have her. Uh, what is it? Guest. Guest. Guest on our podcast. Yeah, guest. Also, my yeah. dad. My dad has some freaky shit too, because he's uh, from Beanerville, aka Mexico. <laughs> so, yeah. um, he will be a future guest star host, something along those lines. Yeah, for sure. But um, no, Jenny's um actual uh, sleep paralysis was recent. It was right when we were moving out of your mom's, or when she was moving out of your mm-hmm. mom's. It was uh. She was still working third shift and she was sleeping like basically throughout the morning. Her door was slightly cracked. So it was during the day? Yeah. <laughs> and um, she woke up and she saw someone like at the door, basically. It was basically a black figure, a black shadow. And like she got freaked out and as she tried to move, like she couldn't. And then she said that this black figure kind of just like crawled onto her bed and like went right over and she can feel like the pressure like on her like body like on her stomach yeah. and her chest and i don't remember if it said anything but it just like basically was just like hovering over her and then she said like at that point like she kind of snapped out of it and she was telling me and she's like i'm pretty sure i don't know if you can i don't know if it's related like the devil and sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. But she said she thought it was the devil. And I was like, um, I don't no. think so. But then, I mean, everybody has their own, like, I guess, like theories and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's happened to me before. Like, as I said, it's happened multiple times to me. And there would be one time where it's like, it's hovering over me and I could feel the pressure or whatever. And then like, obviously I'm scared at that moment, but it's, then, you know, I, I wake up and then, Obviously, I'm kind of like scared, like as soon as I wake up, especially if it's at night. Um, so I have my nightlight on. Yeah, yeah, that's always a good one. Yeah, I just, I just always say it's the wind. It doesn't matter what it is. The wind, the wind is clear though. It's not clear. It's like invisible. Yeah, but still, like you feel pressure on your chest, but like ah, it's okay. It's the wind. Go back to sleep. The wind is pressure, <laughs> putting pressure on my. It's on my gravity. Body. It's gravity. Gravity goes down. The wind was blowing across the room with the fan. Gravity pushed it down onto your chest. Science. You ever think about gravity, though? Like, oh, I need a drink for this. Hold on. <laughs> like, we're, we're being pushed down. Like, because we're sitting down right now. Like, think about it. Like, yeah. Like, how are we not going, how are we not going, how are we not going up into space? Like, gravity? That shit's. Well, it's because I weigh like 700 pounds. I'm pretty, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure if I were like in space, I just I wouldn't even float. I just you'd fall back down. Yeah, <laughs> I'd just sink. Oh, that's crazy. But um, 
also i have a theory about like um what is it i think i have a note I have a note about it um bring that note up oh let's see um to me like you know where whenever you have deja vu yeah so i have actually two theories about it so what if one theory is because you know how there's like parallel dimensions and like yeah all that i mean there's theories about that too so yeah um what if it's like in one of the dimensions like i was seeing I'm, so, I'm assuming in one of the dimensions, it, there would be like super high tech, like, you know, everybody's evolved, like super, like let, there's time traveling, you know, yeah. in that one. So what if in one dimension, you time travel back to a time where you were young and you start remembering. And then that's how like, it kind of triggers like, oh, I've been here before. And then like somehow, yeah, somehow it triggers like, oh, like, so like, I think that you're time traveling, like, you know, another dimension that you'd be there. So, like, maybe you can catch yourself being yeah. there at that time. Yeah, I got you. And then also, like, you know, when you think about your childhood. Yeah. Um, or, like, stuff that has happened in the past. Like, you don't think about it first person. You think about it third person all the time. So, let's say when you were a kid and you were doing something. Like, you never think about it, like, first person, huh? Like, I always think about it first person. Really? Yeah. I never think like, about it Like, from my own eyes? Yeah. Yeah, I always think about it that way. I don't. I always think about it like, not always, but most of the time I was thinking about a third person. Like, seeing myself doing that or whatever it depends what I was thinking about. I don't. Hmm. I guess. Like, think about it something right now, like back when you were a kid. Let's say if you were playing a game or something. First person. First person? I feel like I'm thinking about a third person now because like, because I'm telling you. Yeah, because you're telling me and I'm trying to see. Yeah. But nah, first person. So like also in that like that theory of mine, like when you think about your past, because obviously like back to again, there's parallel universes or dimensions, whatever. Yeah. Um, so let's say right now you're thinking about your past. And obviously in that there's still your past because there's a past and a future, right? Yeah. So when you're thinking about your past, your past is still there. So right now, your past is still happening. Right. So right now, you're thinking about your past, and then maybe that's how it triggers your past self to, oh, this has happened before because you've already lived it. Does that make sense? It does, but that one's a little, I don't know, like more far-fetched. Why? Like the Pokemon far-fetched? What? The Pokemon far-fetched? Is that a real thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I knew that. I love Pokemon. Oh yeah, me too. I got, like five Pokemon tattoos. <laughs> no, but those are my theories. No, that's cool. I actually have a theory about uh, deja vu, and it's not that I believe it, but I find it really interesting. What? Oh, <laughs> um, I'm out of I'm out of booze, and uh, I'm trying to get this guy to open my booze. I got you. I got you. Those are cool sound effects. Enjoy Modelo responsibly. Oh it's shit, spilling. it's spilling out. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> so, actually, uh, a few months ago, I, I, I was reading about this theory where... Um, so it's not your theory, it's somebody else's theory. 
Well, I'm claiming it as mine. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. I made it up. Okay. It's my theory now. Um, basically, you get deja vu, or every time you get deja vu, it's like if you fuck something up. So, like, say whatever you're living in your life, you fuck something up. Or... So it messes up your timeline, kind of? It's, it's basically like a redo. So you go back before you fucked whatever you fucked up, and you get, like, a second try at it. So you're like, wait, I've been here before. And you're kind of like, oh shit, I like fuck something up. So I got to do something. Different. So you got to go back in time and like fix it. Basically. Or you get another try. Yeah. It's like a redo. But you don't remember. Yeah, but you don't remember what it was that you messed up or anything like that. That's what I was reading about. I don't, of course, it goes like way more into debt, but this was like a few months ago. Yeah. I don't really remember. There was like a few examples too. Those are really, really, really interesting. But yeah, those are like hashtag high thoughts. Yeah, I know. We're barely like on... Well, I'm like halfway through my beer. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, there's a lot of stuff like I've been listening to that makes you wonder like... I'm not sure we'll have enough time for this, but I'm going to try to talk about it really quick. So I heard about this story that this guy was at a bar... And he was drinking, he was out with his friends, but he ended up leaving the club or whatever because he's not much of a club person. So he went to the bar to go drink by himself. Right. And like watched a, a game. And this chick, she's all drunk. She walks up to him or she doesn't walk up to him, but she sits next to him. And then they kind of start talking or whatever. And then the chick pretty much tells her, her name is, because she didn't introduce, introduce herself. Uh, her name is Lucifer, but you can call her Lucy. So long story short, um, Obviously, you know that the devil was once an angel and he got sent down, you know, yeah, to quote unquote hell. But she was saying that there's no hell. Hell is earth because reincarnation, you know, you come back to this place like there's really no reason for wars and all that stuff. Obviously, yeah, there's reasons, but people are selfish, you know, like there's people dying and stuff because of disease and all that stuff because people want to make money off of them. Right, right. And so, you know, supposedly there's cures for cancer and AIDS and all that stuff. So the devil's not doing anything about it, you know, because this is hell. Like already, like there's war, famine and all that stuff. So we got uh, really off topic. Yeah, we did. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, we're running out of time, guys. Um, We'll get into depth about it a little later on if you guys want. You know, you can always email us your stories uh, at DTL82. No, actually, oh, no. we, we, we changed set it. up an email. Yeah, what is it? It is uh, bros and booze, spelled out B R O Z A N D B O O Z at gmail.com. All right. And if you guys want to hear anything in specific, you can also email us or let us know. Uh, but yeah, other than that, do you have anything to say? Um,. Thanks for listening. Spread the word. We're a new podcast trying to start up. Just tell everybody about us. Love you guys. All right. Catch you guys on the next one.